Hello, everyone. I'm Victoire de Groot, and I'm going to talk to you about Biden's priority in terms of trade and how this will impact world trade in the coming year. So his priority will certainly not to be to cancel Trump's policies. He could be even tougher than Trump's policies in terms of protectionism. His priorities, his absolute priorities, will be buy American. But buy American means buy American products with labor in it. His priority is about people, household revenues, labor in the U.S. So he will favor any policies that will favor exports and manufacturing in the U.S. He will also be very keen, and that's his second priority, to enforce the existing trade agreement because he is keen to have clear global um, legal framework. The third priority will be to build a consensus against a Western consensus against China and on all type of policies. But against China is really important. He's not going to go for the very erratic uh, way Trump went, but he's going to remain extremely tough and he wants to have a consensus against principles. I think that he will be less in favor of tariffs than the previous administration. And this administration will go much more for sanctions. So it's more on the precise uh, deals, on precise products, and instead of global tariffs. What we expect is that there will be a very strong focus on anti-dumping and counter-failing uh, issues. So this is going to be aligned with human rights priorities, democracy priorities, but also environmental priorities, and all what is counterfeiting will certainly be uh, very strictly uh, condemned. And that's back to my point of favoring what's made in the U.S. in terms of including labor in the U.S. So counterfeiting issues certainly will come at the top. Now, what does it mean per region or per country? On China, I already just mentioned it. Certainly, this administration is going to be very tough. In China, in fact, there are even fears that it's going to be worse because, um, because Trump wasn't going for a, con a consensus, while Biden is going to create a Western policy towards China. And that's what doesn't exist yet. This could, for example, be the case for Huawei, where until now we've seen uh, different views, especially in Europe. And uh, uh, Biden is going to try to have a global view and a global uh, uh, rejection of some of Chinese policies. We have to see that during Trump's presidency, in fact, the uh, current account deficit of the U.S. against China has been worsening massively. So it means that for the last four years, the U.S. has been importing much more from China than ever. Except for the last year, well, for, for the mid-19, where tariffs have begun to uh, be effective and where, the, where China had promised to buy more American products. But if you just look to the part of imports in the U.S., not imports in China, in fact, the U.S. have been importing more than ever from China. And since the crisis, it's still the case because of medical products and all what is pharmaceutical and paramedical. So the issue there is uh, that it's a trend. It's going to continue. What's, what's for the moment produced in China 
as soon as we have a, a recovery in the US, will still be in demand in the US. So that's why I'm saying more sanctions due to other kind of issues, democracy, environmental, labor uh, issues, and those kind of things to, to tackle precise sectors. On the EU, the relations with the EU should be facilitated, especially on the car industry. I think that uh, we won't see the, the, those, we had those fears of massive um, sanctions or tariffs on uh, automobile exports from the EU to the US. We won't see that. But again, who's going to build the electric cars? What share will be done in the US? for the US market. This is one of the booming market for this year and for the two or three coming years. But there's certainly, again, the uh, American administration will take some measures to favor what will be built in the US instead of totally built in uh, Europe. The UK in Europe, if I can still put it there, is less of a priority for Biden. So uh, that's certainly not going to help the UK. Uh, the the, the, the Prime Minister Johnson hopes that he will improve the relations with the, with the US, but I don't think that that's going to have a major impact. Now, if you look to global allies, it's interesting that usual or traditional allies are Europe, just talked about it, but also Iran, Middle East and Canada. On Canada and Middle East, the administration already took very negative measures. On Canada, it stopped the pipeline that will uh, bring massive exports from, from Canada to the US. And on Middle East, it has been stopping its support to the, uh, to the war in Yemen to, for, from uh, Saudi Arabia. So while on one hand, the administration is saying that they want to build consensus, go back to the traditional allies, on the other hand, they don't hesitate to take measures that are in line with their basic priorities, which are democracy, human rights, labor in the US. And we see and environmental conditions. So we see that those ones are coming on top of uh, traditional alliances and will certainly uh, create potential difficulties with these traditional allies. On Latin America, I think that is going to be the same. Uh, so globally, it's going to be more difficult for countries like Brazil, but it's going to be much easier for countries in Central Europe. You have to remember that under the Obama uh, administration, the US went for bilateral agreements with these countries, and this is certainly going to come back to the top. So if I look to globally, what does it mean and where do we are? Where are we today? We are in a recovery of trade just for the last few months. So that is just the catch-up effect of uh, demand everywhere. You also have to remember that because of the lockdowns and because of the situation everywhere, population in all countries and certainly in all advanced economies have been consuming more goods because they were not able to consume services. As you're not allowed to go to the restaurant, you buy something more. So that has been boosting exports of goods, and it mainly exports from China, but also from other uh, Asian countries that have been performing really well uh, for, on the exports of goods. In terms of commodities, 
we see that oil prices are recovering, but mainly because of a severe control in OPEC countries, control of the supply, and demand is not yet uh, really strong. But we see that there is a positive trend. I don't expect it to, to be maintained, but we see some positive trend. We saw also that uh, there is an increasing uh, uh, focus, and I'm certain, certain that that will continue next year, an increasing focus on the cost of transportation, and the cost mean also the environmental cost. So that's something that will impact trade globally and uh, will certainly favor shorter uh, trade transportations. So what do we expect for the coming year? As I was saying, U.S. administration will remain very protectionist and the Ch Chinese one will be as much. So this is not good for global trade. We believe that the global tendency will still be relatively low. After the initial catch-up, of the demand as we, that we see now. We also expect demand to stabilize globally for good, um, and certainly once the services will resume. So once, it's back to my example, once you can go back to the restaurant, you'll buy less goods because you, the people will have to balance their, their, their budget. So we expect trade of goods to, to stabilize on the lowest end uh, quite rapidly. However, commodities will remain boosted by, uh, by demand and by the recovery of manufacturing everywhere. And um, certainly that, that will support somehow. Just a last point on uh, the Baltic index, because we saw recently that uh, the, the Baltic index peaked, peaked really massively. So the cost of trans transportation have been peaking, but that's very temporary. It's really due to the, uh, some bottlenecks, with um, uh, mainly because trade has been so low for the last year that uh, there are currently bottlenecks due to the resumption simply of transportation. But that should not last, and we don't expect that to, to continue to impact uh, global trade. So uh, in summary, not a very rosy picture, just quite a negative view, but no massive drop down. A move from um, a move in the duration of transportation, and certainly uh, protectionism in some specific sectors that favor some specific regions. So some protectionism you have to expect in steel and aluminium. Certainly, uh, all what is 5G and all what is high tech will be at the the core of the issue. Thank you.